0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker Giorgio. Let's talk barbecue. Woo! What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue podcast where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. What's up, dude?
1: <clears throat> Three shirts, two towels. Oh, yeah? Yep. Three shirts, two towels. Three shirts. Two
0: towels is
1: what I went through smoking meats today in the in on the five hundred gallon in the sun.
0: Well, I'm on three pairs of underwear, eighteen bottles of water, two shirts. <laughs> you got a you towel had me at underwear. In a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> What's up, dude?
1: It's oh,
0: a hot. It is hot, hot sticky as sticky swamp ass there. type day out there today. Ooh, what did we say, 102? 102 when I just pulled in. Pulled in? Man, it's Unbelievable. Hot. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. Yeah,
1: I just over buddies Buddy's today, uh, <clears throat> a local uh, barbecue joint just got a uh, nice offset he had built in Texas. Um, and um, he just uh, wanted some tips on um, how to use that bad boy. We just did a test cook on it today and it went Fantastic. Went fantastic, but it was hot. Hell yeah. What are you doing over there? I'm just drawing. Don't pretend you know how to write. What do you got going on? You can just draw. You're a picture guy. What do you got?
0: Hey, you know, you know. Let's see. Bilzy, Dutch. What's happening, boys? What's up, gentlemen? Todd, what's happening? Claudia, hello. Oh. So but. let's get into it. What do we got? Today is brought to you by Uncle Steve's Shake. Are you ready, Chrissy? Let's go. No, oh, I'm testing you. You ever want Let's go. I don't need it, Chrissy. Yeah, I want to see Chrissy. if you can do it.
1: Why does one of your neighbors never have people at his house for barbecues? No one ever shows up. But the other guy. People are lined up to get into his backyard. What's the difference, Chrissy?
0: Because your neighbor's using Uncle Steve's shakes.
1: and Apparently, the other guy's not, which means one thing. You better get you some right now. Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in over 10 amazing flavors. Including? The competition, the newly renamed competition line, the new South Texas Red, the dessert shake. We could go on, oh. visit the website. If you could eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. It'll answer all your shake questions. So it's time to take your backyard game to the next level and your competition game. with Uncle Steve Shake. shake some on everything. 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 And today's episode also brought to you by...
0: Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com, whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling, thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the C.O. Jones, Mm -hmm. which I am not smoking because I am not getting sick in this weather. I heard it was a very strong, spicy, not spicy, but headstrong cigar. Yes. Yeah.
1: Very Since we're doing it live,
0: got to be careful. C.O. Jones, put those all together and you got uh, cojones. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, this got And you got to have cojones
1: to smoke those on the air. But yeah. anyway.
0: Thanks to our friends at 2 We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world. And so can you simply go to the number 2GuyCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. Mm-hmm. That's the number 2GuyCigars.com. Also, today's episode brought to you by Backline
1: Smokers. Backline Fabrication and Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Mr. Ryan Newland, you guys, if you're looking for a live fire tool or you're looking for a fantastic offset smoker, you got to check Ryan out. You know, a lot of these big pit builders in Texas, uh, a lot of them, when you buy a pit, a lot of times they come off the production line all looking the same. Not one pit looks the same coming out of Ryan's, um, Ryan's shop. He, he fabricates every square inch on these smokers. Uh, himself, which to me speaks volumes. And you know what, Alton, brother Alton, last week, he said it best. You know, Ryan will take the time to actually talk to you. There you go. He'll actually talk to you, get to know you. And without even knowing, he's pulling bits and pieces out of the conversations and they end up on your smoker. I mean, the guy is genius. So if you're looking for a live fire tool or, a, or an awesome offset smoker, I think the possibilities are absolutely endless. Check out Ryan Newland, Backline Fabrication and Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Check them out at backlinefabrication.com. And I think we're also brought to you by one more new
0: family member, Custom Cutting Boards Us.com. Mm-hmm. The only, the last and only cutting board you we will ever, ever need. need. Ian Hemming puts out a product with these cutting boards that are beyond... Any type of scale. These things take an absolute beating, mm-hmm. and they stay and look beautiful. All handmade right here in the USA. Not anywhere. Right here in the great state of Texas. The dishwasher board, the brisket board, the soon coming pizza board. Mm. You will not Love the be pizza board disappointed in the quality and craftsmanship of these boards that he has really gone thought of everything that you would need using a cutting board true story so check them out at custom that is the letter r us.com speaking of the great state of texas uh-huh. let's jump back in there let's see here we got td what's up brother Big Rome, Lep Gray. What's up, gentlemen? Randy, what's happening? So I'm excited about today. We got a very dear friend of mine Mm -hmm. coming on. It's going to be great to talk to him. So let's get into it. Yes, sir. From Galindo's Texas Barbecue and Rick's Barbecue and Specialties. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only brother Rick Galindo. What's up, brother? What's up, brother?
2: Not a lot, fellas. How y'all doing?
0: Excellent. We're sweating here, brother. Oh, We're hot. sweating. Tight. <laughs> Tight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Texas weather. <laughs> I'll uh,
0: trade you some of that rain for a couple of these degrees. Seriously. Yeah, it's coming again. It's <laughs> coming
2: again. It's been raining cats and dogs off and on the last couple of days.
0: Yeah. And it's
2: fixing to come down right now. I can hear it. Mm-hmm.
0: Come working its, its a- way on. So what's happening, brother? It looks like you got one of the barrels up and running right behind you.
2: Yeah, I got a little, got some yard bird, got some leg quarters cooking for dinner. Nice, nice. You know, by the time we get off of here, it'll we'll be ready to eat.
0: Perfect. Um,
2: so just chillaxing, chillaxing. Got the day off, took the day off just so I can be here with you guys. Yeah, boy, oh, thank, you. Thank, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you
0: guys, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Rick, anybody who doesn't know you, follow you, you know, the YouTube channel and all, who is Rick Galindo? What is Galindo's Texas Barbecue and Rick's Barbecue and Specialties? How'd you get your start in the barbecue world?
2: Well, at a young age, uh, following my, my pops, my dad was a, uh, the go-to man in the family for barbecue, you know, weddings, parties. Uh, he was the go-to guy and cooking old school stick burners, uh, type of guy that, you know, didn't have, thermometers, temp gauges or anything back then, you know, just walk up to the pit and touch it and he knew what temperature it was. And, yeah. You know, uh, back then from chopping firewood, stacking firewood, handing him firewood, bringing him cold beer, you know, uh, just at, at that young age, probably around 10 years old, you know, and uh, just following him ever since then. Really how I got started in it in, the, in the learning how to cook and pay attention, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, YouTube started my YouTube channel about two years ago and, uh, just having fun with it. Uh, was lucky enough to get picked up by Dan Arnold, the Suckle Busters, uh, was a big fan of, of Suckle Busters for a long, long time. Uh, was using it in my videos and Dan kind of reached out back and forth to their website. Uh, at the time they had a barbecue forum, barbecue page and clicking on their long story short. It was a good fit, so he wanted up sponsoring me on that. And uh love suckle busters, man. Good products, you know. Digging Uncle Steve stuff too, you know. I'm not gonna say oh, I yeah. don't. Don't know. Has-
0: hashtag suckle <laughs> team suckle busters. We know it's, that's it. Bobby, it's you love it's all right there. It. It's, it's, uh, Dan I'm has killer yeah, buddy. killer yeah. products. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. The whole line yeah, is sure. The combo that you put together, oh, for the ribs, for the ribs is oh, yeah. uh, pretty damn good. With the competition, the hoochie competition mama competition
0: rub with the hoochie mama, dusted with the sugar daddy at the end, then glazed with the um, the competition glaze, which was that's a winner every time.
1: Which was the uh, Smoky Mountain Blues hog and the uh, no, Tennessee was, red, or what do we use for the glaze?
0: Suckle Busters. Oh,
1: yeah. Competition. Oh, that's right. We went the whole Suckle Busters, the whole thing. That was damn good. Yeah. So great products.
2: Right. Yeah. Great products. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, And you so got to love been, the... Been kid. doing that for, uh, for the channel now going on two years. Uh, retired in the oil field, perhaps 30 years. Uh, wow. Called it quits. Always wanted to do the barbecue sales. You know, really wanted a brick and mortar, but it made more sense to do the food truck. Especially right, you know, when COVID was, was starting to happen, right when I retired. Well, long story short, I uh, wound up moving to Baja California in uh, Tejate, Mexico, actually, uh, home of the brewery where they brew Tejate beer, uh, which was uh, another point of me uh, wanting to make that move. You know, <laughs> yeah, close to that fresh, fresh beer. <laughs> but, uh, now selling barbecue and introducing uh, Texas style brisket. Ribs to the uh, to the residents of Mexico uh, it was it was crazy you know they they never had it before never seen it before yeah now flavors I say true to Texas the fact that there wasn't wood available but there was no post oak out there no post oak uh, there was a lot of red oak. Which is, red oak is really good for barbecue. That's what we yeah. have. That's what we use. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, really it's, it's,
1: plentiful here in, in the Northeast. That's pretty much all mm-hmm. I use is red oak and cherry. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. Tell me tell me what you think the difference is between post oak, which I had the opportunity recently to to sniff in last week. And last week to and cook with cuz I a friend of mine ordered some online, whether it was actual real post Oak or, uh, some guy in Texas well, when you almost cut into squares, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, what do you think the difference
2: between red and, and post Oak are? To me, the post oak is a milder aroma, milder smoke. You can definitely smell the two if you're burning them, you know, mm-hmm. side by side. Uh, the, of course the red Oak's a little bit hardier, uh, I I dig it totally. I mean, it, it's good do stuff. You sell, that do, would you, do, you do you smell the a, sweetness? The is a little a little milder, a little sweeter. Yeah.
1: Do you? But you smell the sweetness in that in that red oak because that I I pick up on that really that sweet note in red oak yeah. when, when I'm cooking with it, and it, it translates into the <clears throat> somehow into the brisket really really well. So so that's what makes these regional you know barbecue somewhat regional in a lot of ways, right? Because you have right. you know you cook with the resources that you're available with, so. What makes the Texas barbecue, you know, central Texas barbecue anyway, is that they have a plentiful post oak, right? And you go down to the south, there's be more mesquite, right? right. And then pecan right. on another end or whatever, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, you know, I love it. I think that's that, that's phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, so you start sure. using some red oak for and sure. people are just eating it up in, in, in Mexico.
2: Oh, they were loving it. They were loving it. And we were, we were rocking out. We were selling out, you know, we're, wasn't making tons of, you know, of meats, we're cooking maybe three, or four briskets uh, on a weekend, selling out of uh, ribs, especially. But back again, right where COVID was starting back then, and meat supplies became kind of scarce. Brisket prices went up, so we had to kind of pull back on that. Uh, got more into the pulled pork, pulled pork sandwiches. Guys were totally digging that stuff out yep, there. Yep. It was just crazy. It was crazy. Did, did well, didn't want to leave, honestly, was having fun. But uh, I got three girls and uh, they weren't happy out there, they weren't digging the scene and wanted to wanted to come back to San Antonio, I miss your grandmother, I miss your, your cousins and family and friends. And we promised them a year when we went out there. We said, we'll give it a year and uh, we'll see how it goes. And they uh they checked me on my, on my statement and says, Well, it's been a year, we're ready to go back home. And <laughs> a man of my word, I said, All right, let's pack it up. So back in San Antonio, we are, uh, unfortunately now, uh, I've got a barbecue truck, a restaurant almost on every corner, you know, so the competition <laughs> is fierce, but, uh, we've got a good following, you know, we've got a good following on Facebook and, uh, family, and friends that back us up and support us. And we're, uh, we're having fun. We're having fun. So doing that and, uh, got my line, of rubs out that I've been pushing, not as hard as I can, or I should be, it's more kind of more of a hobby. There you go. There you go. Uh, dealing again with Dan at Sucker Busters, it was kind of his idea. He talked to me one one day. We were we were uh, had a little powwow and said, "Hey, you need to uh, you need to sell some rubs off that truck, you know, help market that uh, that food truck." And I said, "You know what? That's a dang good idea." So, long story short, came up with that Texas Trinity first, which is a uh, salt, pepper, garlic, and onion. Based well, now that you mention
0: it, let me well, just... Hold on, put that away. Why? Because put, put that away. That's not the one we're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm a <laughs> professional right here. Oh, I know there this. This you go. And this says it's salt, pepper, garlic on steroids. So what is this really thick? It is, what is awesome.
2: It's onion flake. That was going to say, that onion looks like onion flake. Onion and flake, and you got garlic yeah. in there, too. It's an SVG with onion. Basically. On steroids. Oh, on steroids. steroids, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. My brother James over at Aim em and Claim em James um, Pavia, baby. When I uh, when I first introduced him to that rub on my old first bottles, he used it mm-hmm. in a cook. Mm-hmm. And he commented, he says, Rick, this is SVG on steroids. And I said, I got you. So I put that on the label <clears> and, uh, with his permission, of course. And, oh, uh, yeah, went from there. How's and the, I've been uh, getting <laughs> calls from customers who bought it. Said so they put it on. I mean, it's an all-purpose mm-hmm. SPGO. Uh, put it on pork, beef, chicken, oh. fish, vegetables, uh, eggs. Yeah, uh, you know, a good all-purpose I was, should be. We... I, I
0: use it on That's... breakfast on the blackstone all the time. Between the on the eggs, the the um, the home fries, hash browns, I'll... dust a little bit 100%. on there. It's fantastic.
1: I'll tell you something. Go ahead, sorry I didn't interrupt
0: Claudia loves um absolutely loves it. Puts every anytime she's cooking meat in the house, she goes right right to that. Between that and the um Uncle Steve's uh the sweet and spicier, mm-hmm. those are her two definite nice. go to's. Mm. But um cool. mashed potatoes
1: mm. oh. yeah. with
0: that is out of this world.
1: And you that- know, you know, you can tell a, a real all-purpose when you put it on eggs. I'll tell you, I hate sweetness on eggs. If there's there going to be any food that that pulls the sweetness out of a rub, in my opinion, eggs. Yeah. If you put it on it and the sweet, that means it's too sweet. And it's not all-purpose. But this seems really balanced. That this if this goes good on yeah. eggs. It's true all-purpose oh, yeah. in my and not that that's the whole end-all-be-all, but my opinion. Um, you can't put. Anything's too sweet on it. Some people call it an all purpose, but it's too sweet. So if it's too that's sweet right. or too, too peppery or too salty for anything, that's not an all purpose. Yeah. It's going to be balanced.
2: Right, right. Yes, sir. And Brother Dan, you know, he told me, he said, uh, you can get anybody to buy a bottle of rub, right? But if they come back and buy another bottle, then mm. you know you got something good. Yeah. Now, and see, I've actually been blessed that I've had return customers on both those bottles. So
1: is Suckle Busters, gold. are
2: they co packing for you? Yes, sir. Awesome.
0: Yes, sir, they are. And Rube. then we have the, the beef hog is what you have in mm. your hand right now. Which is an
1: interesting name.
0: And that that came yeah, we where did, did how'd the name come up on that? Well, uh again, not wanting to have too many
2: rubs, right? Just to push. I was kinda going with something that went well on beef as well as pork. There you go. Beef beef hog, you know. <laughs> And uh, it actually goes good on chicken too, <laughs> mm. but uh, it, it's a decent rub. It's a decent rub. I sell more of the Trinity than the uh, Beef Hog, but it's still getting it out there. You know, I like it. So. Yep, it's got a great yep.
0: color to it. You it know? Does
2: actually? I use the two on uh, brisket and uh, pork butts. Start off with a layer of the Texas Trinity and mm. SBGO. Then come back with the second layer of the for, for the color beef hog. Yep, yeah, and uh, that gives it a little more spice, a little more bite, and uh, of course that color. It's a good combination. Just <coughs> those two bottles.
1: It is a good combo, yeah. and it's good that you get the SPG in there first. Set to get right, right deep down into that thick meat, and come over right, with the right. color with the color aspect of it. You know,
0: nice yes, dude. Sir. That's freaking.
1: That's awesome, dude. It's good stuff. We well, got
0: <laughs> yeah. we got a great question from the um, from the in the chat room here, Rick. It's a gentleman by the name of uh Steve Brown. Um <laughs> he asked what your wife's favorite seasoning is. Uh yeah. Gator shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my kids favorite seasoning They I, love
2: I, it. I had a story with that and I and I first up and I told Steve about it in one of my logs. Was that um uh, you know, I'm using my rubs all the time. Got the Trinity, got the beef hog. Yep. Yeah. Well, Steve had sent me a couple of sample bottles and um, tried it on some chicken. And she liked it. Wife really liked it. And the kids liked it. And everybody liked it. A week or so later, made some more chicken, used my rubs on it. <laughs> and first words out of her mouth was, are you out of gator shake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, no. Uh, I was about ready to drive her back to Houston where Steve lives and just drop her off. I'll tell you something.
1: You try that Gator Shake on corn on the Cob. Oh yeah. Okay. Some butter, corn on the some gator shake, some butter. Woohoo! It's got that lime in there, it's got that that you know the paprika or the chili powder he puts in there. Just delicious. Just delicious.
0: What's up, Claudia?
1: Hi,
0: Claudia. yeah, so so the the rubs are going well for you. Like like I said, they they are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, this is the first time I have tried the beef hog, but I've had a couple times with the with the Texas Trinity, and like, like I said, it it is definitely one of the one of the go tos in my house for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. and it's definitely it it is it's SPG on steroids, hands down. Hands down, you did. You get you, you and it's Dan like a full-bodied SPG. Yes,
1: you think of like a Chianti, like oh, what makes this Chianti or this uh, Cabernet different from this Cabernet? Well, this one's a little bit more full body This has got this has got more levels, more layers than your typical
2: SPG.
0: Oh, listen to Somalia over here.
2: Very cool. I hope you guys dig <laughs> it, man. We put it on some. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure,
0: for sure. Oh yeah, hell oh, yeah. So like like you said we had talked you know <coughs> it was funny because when you were saying when you were in uh Mexico um you know it was going good and there's proof he would you'd go live and it'd be like hold on I got an order coming in <laughs> you yeah, know and you'd yeah. jump right over yeah. and the guy said called up ahead of time and mm-hmm. You know, they were calling in and can I get this? Make sure you still have it. By the time I get out of work, you know, you were absolutely crushing it, and and everyone down there was loving it. Absolutely, yeah. which was which was great. It you was know, fun
2: and it was cool. Uh, one thing about uh, Mexico is you're allowed to sell food, products, whatever, right out of your house. <coughs> oh, yeah. right there you go. Uh, you didn't really have to be, uh, in a, you know, on a business side, a business district, or permits or Pre- you didn't have to have a permit, but you don't uh, need to prep kitchens was, or, or or
1: a commissary, so to speak.
2: Right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, we had plenty of room. We were right on a corner, busy intersection, and uh, actually, right across the street from us was a uh, tortilla factory, right, where they made fresh tortillas, sold fresh tortillas. So people would come get tortillas, come across the street and grab some brisket, you know, and make some tacos or whatever, you know. Uh, I had same thing, you know, it's just right there. Never had to leave the house. Everything was right there in the driveway. You know it was it was pretty nice setup.
0: It was pretty cool. Now that's the of to, definition you know. of location location location. location.
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Somewhat. somewhat, but it, yeah. it was very cool. And like I say, uh, being back here now in San Antonio doing this, it's a little different. Uh, talking about the heat., uh, we've been shut down for a few weeks. Actually, having an air conditioner installed in my trailer—it's
0: uh, you
2: know. been so damn hot. Uh. And without that AC in there, it's tough. So I said, you know what? Time out. Let's get this organized and get yep. turned out, and yep, get that installed, and then get back to business. So, how many days a week are you going out on the uh, on the food truck? I'm actually only doing it two days a week right now, or was uh, Saturday evenings and then Sunday all day that okay. we sell out. Okay. So I got a part-time job. I'm actually working at a store called Barbecue Outfitters. Uh, selling grills, selling smokers, uh, Big Green Egg, Traegers. Uh, I heard that goaters, name recently. Someone talked uh, about that recently. Selling, selling grills, part-time, yeah. selling yeah. barbecue, part-time, selling rubs, part-time. Doing yeah. YouTube. It's all barbecue, man. Loving it.
1: That's, Living the dream. That's amazing. How do you, so how does you brisket brisket prices right now?
2: Shoot. four ninety-nine a pound for choice.
1: We're at yeah. my, I'm paying like almost five fifty a pound for Prime. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm picking up tomorrow. Uh, I'm picking up two cases tomorrow. And It's like brutal. So for uh, these, the, these, for the, the, for these pop ups, for these pop ups, right? Just like you're popping up, right? At, at your, at, you know, with your food truck and your spot or whatever, you don't know how much food you're going to actually go through. So you have, right. to, you have to guess. Unlike a catered event where you're like, oh, 100 people, I know exactly what I need. Um, right. you, we have to, you have to guess. So, yeah. so even ribs are coming at a premium now, four ninety nine or yeah. close to five dollars a pound. You don't, you're not cooking ribs and brisket and going to a pop up and maybe selling it or or having yeah. you don't want to risk having any leftovers. So I know for myself, and I can only imagine for you, it's been a lot of pulled pork lately. Oh yeah, <laughs> a for lot of pulled sure. pork. Damn sure.
2: And I know but a lot of sweet. other guys that are going through that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and actually, uh, been lucky to you now that I'm doing a lot of pre-orders, whole briskets. Sell your whole brisket, sell your whole racks of ribs. Just doing it like that instead of selling sandwiches and, and stuff. Yeah. You know? So, what does a whole brisket go
1: for these? What, do you, what would you sell a whole brisket like a? How, how big a, is the brisket you're selling? Somewhere between ten and twelve or something at the end.
2: Pre-pre cooked, fourteen pound prime uh, for one hundred and thirty dollars. <sighs> oh. Four hundred? You
1: said f- one hundred and thirty. Oh, oh, okay. I, th- I thought you said four hundred. I was like, whoa.
2: So, <laughs> hundred, hundred thirty bucks. Damn. Yeah.
1: And one thirty. Yeah, and, and, and you should be charging more for that because brisket prices have gone through the goddamn roof. Well, yeah, that was when they were two twenty nine a pair. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Two twenty nine. Yeah, dude. That. I just did. Yeah. I did Father's Day briskets. I did eight of them. I got. I sold them at two twenty five each cooked each somewhere between 10 and 10 and 12 pounds, you know? And I had, I had about 20 tickets available. We sold out about half. We got, I didn't know a little less than half. It was eight, eight, but it's, it's, it's commitment, but I had eight, eight people wanted them. People have been asking me for them, but I was like, guys, I, I know I talked about doing briskets for father's day, but, they have more than doubled in price. And I don't think you guys are going to be comfortable spending what I'm going to ask you for.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think I could get two twenty-five for. A break. Yeah, I didn't. I
1: didn't. I didn't yeah. sell more than eight of them, but the, yeah. eight people wanted them bad enough, and that I couldn't let them go for anything less than that. They were. They were if at $200, anything, but.
2: If anything, with the math, I was figuring around one sixty to one seventy, maybe. You got to be getting at least two bills. Um, I think you can get yeah. two. Well, yeah.
1: maybe see where you are. It's different because there's a lot of. Barbecue food trucks, or love others. We don't, yeah, we don't really have. And that there's here. a lot
2: of restaurants, you know, that are buying in bulk and giving that discounted price. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's so that that's the main deal. We don't have that but, competition here, uh, yeah, so that's pulled pork. You know, it's crazy down here. We have a good following in our pulled pork, whereas there's a lot of tra- uh, trailers and stuff around here that don't sell pulled pork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For some reason, it's just it wasn't or not popular. I don't know, but we've been selling a lot of it. You did sell a lot of it. And that's with the homemade uh, you know, vinegar sauce. And uh, I got my own barbecue sauce, tomato based sauce, get a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it goes really good with the pulled pork, and guys are digging that too. So, yeah. it's been fun.
1: Oh, do you sell the sauce? You bottle and sell the sauce
2: too? No, no, not yet. Not I'm yet. i messing around with that. I like Leave the it Yet word. Putting it's out on there, the way. You know? uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll Sino,
0: see. what's up, brother? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine USDA brisket costs a fortune here in the UK. Oh, I can imagine. Oh,
2: oh yeah. the
0: price yeah. on that—it's got to be insane. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, and then Uncle Steve, Rick, Uncle Steve says, "Please make sure that Rick knows I was that." Just going to say, "Yep." Him, you, and a guest are invited to be his guest in Houston in late February.
2: Oh, okay. For the All Houston. Right. Rodeo
0: Don't say it Oh, what? Why? Because we're not going to jinx me this year Oh, st- I don't live by we're jinxing not, and I and do Because he runs hand in hand with me Trust me Well, not
1: me, so I'm fine
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say that H <laughs> word
1: Ho? No, the other one oh. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Chris, you know what? I
1: didn't mean to offend you you're right over there.
0: Wait, you calling me a hoe now? No,
1: God, dude, put words you're in your own mouth, why Don't you? H- well, the word H- doesn't offend.
0: Ah. Me. Maybe you're like sorry, Chrissy, I wasn't
2: trying to offend you. Because you
1: looked at me, I said hoe, and she went. She looked. I didn't know if no. or I'm, I'm all,
2: all, I'm all found it.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm all found it. Funny that you thought uh, it was an offensive word. Sh- I'm
1: only teasing. You've so,
0: the- so Rick, I did. What I are what are some of the gems you got going on behind you? Like we can see the the drum going right now, but what what else is in the arsenal?
2: Well, I got that uh, UDS cooker there built myself. I've got a second UDS uh, back behind the Trevor here. The big tank behind you there, it's a 175-gallon-ish uh, propane tank. Uh, smoker, homemade smoker that actually got built in Ensenada, Mexico. Brought back with me. Cool. That smoker there here in Texas would probably run twenty-five dollars to $3,000, $2,500 to $3,000 I got that built in Mexico for 800 bucks. Oh my God. And I was not going to leave it, so <laughs> yeah. it. Hell no. I've got an old country stick burner here next to it. Oh. Uh, a couple the of bra- yeah, Brazos? The Brazos? Yeah, the Brazos. Okay. Yes, yeah. And uh, I got a couple of Green Mountain Grill pellet grills, the Daniel Boone and Jim Bowie. Okay. Uh, digging pellet grills. You know, I was never a fan. I was kind of anti pellet for a long, long time. Yep. Yeah uh until i uh got one that was sent to me by gmg and uh put it to its faces and things a lifesaver i mean it turns out good food mm-hmm. uh, i'm not going to talk bad about it the only time i did have a problem with pellet cookers is in the uh, competition you know okay you can't put a pellet cooker up against a gentleman spending all night up all night sending a stick burning fire on a jambo or something and, you know yeah, yeah. you know uh, and just call himself a pit master, you know, running, running, running a pellet. It's just, I, that was, that's a whole other story, but. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've got two now, so I can't talk too much smack. But my but they have their application, to... right? They have their application, yeah. I think, like every smoker does.
1: What do you smoke exactly. with on the, what's your, uh, for your truck? What do you, what do you use to, um, do you have a, a a smoker mounted on your food truck or in it or
2: what, how do you do no. it? No, 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 everything's cooked here. Okay. On site and then it's taken in warmers or crock pots and kept warm, served warm, and set up good to go. As as so you use a, var-
1: a variety of smokers at your at your, at your house right now?
2: Yeah. You a variety right. Of, so you can right. cook
1: on your stuff there, and you you have a yeah. preferred smoker to go to, like a catering smoker, you kind of spread them around, depending on what the meat
2: is? Just depending on proteins. The uh, big cooker back here, that one's a rib cooker. Mm-hmm. You know, I can get... Uh, Close to 20 racks on it, depending on the size. Okay. All at one time. And if it fits good, briskets go on the Brazos. Uh, I put briskets on the drum smokers, pork butts on the drum smokers mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can get four on each pretty easily. On the drum smokers? So, yeah. So you so you cook yeah. it on the middle? Middle
1: and top. Middle and top. Yeah. Two and two. Got space back in um, here.
2: No yeah, shit. Here. So you cook, cooking
1: obviously fat side down on everything? Or at least the bottom ones?
2: Fat side? Right, yeah. And I got a deflector
1: plate down there too. Oh, so that's the key. It. Without that yeah, deflector right. plate, you think you'd char on the middle grate on the drum? Oh, it'd be it'd be toast. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> yeah, <it'd be laughs> so okay, so that works. Great. So you got the deflector yeah. plate. Yes, sir. Which I bet acts it as a it. I bet that acts as a nice uh you know when the when the meat, the meat drips onto it too, my sizzles right up, and that flavor comes oh, yeah. right, right back up oh, into yeah. the meat. And those drum cookers,
2: I tell you what, <laughs> I mean, they're next best thing to using a pellet picker as far as set it and forget it. And once you get that charcoal basket loaded and fire lit, you can get a fourteen hour burn on that thing easily. And those yeah. those degrees. give off
1: a great flavor profile when it comes to because you're always saying, oh, you know. Chock hole wood, and what's better than charcoal wood? If you get any better, it would be all wood, stick burner, or whatever. But I've had some phenomenal f- uh, food off of uh, barrels, and they seem to oh, be yeah. sweeping, uh, uh, you know, all the rage in, in the in the
2: competition world. People are using barrels all over the place lately. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Convenience, you know, moving around a lot easier. Once you like to say set it and forget it, once you get it going, you yeah. know. I built my own. I had three at one time. I left one in Mexico, a good buddy. I uh, really liked it, and uh, like I said, good friend, so I left it there with him. That's cool. I just built me another one, Yeah, I get the time. So we'll see how it goes. We're loving it, man.
0: Nice, nice. <coughs> brother Eric is in the house, <coughs> camp house. What's up, brother? Robert Marvin, dude, what's up? Kent, you're jumping the head. Stop reading my notes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so my... Quasi-co-host, Kent.
1: Esteemed colleague.
0: <laughs> ask Rick about his pit boss experience. Because you're uh, very happy with the pellets now, with the Jim Bowie and the D- Daniel Boone. You're an auger guy but, now. It's fine. We get it. But <laughs> that pit boss almost proved the way you were thinking before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I call it a pit loss. Oh! It was... What happened there? It, it was a Copperhead Series Cabinet Cooker. Kind of like a little refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You know, open it up. You know about the AI? Clear door, right? Uh yeah. Right. Glass yep. door. Perfect for what I was wanting to do food truck-wise. I could get eight pork butts in that thing. Easy. Four cooks. It lasted four cooks on the <coughs> Shit. on the fourth cook. I mean, the temperatures would spike. Uh, I'd have it set at 250, walk away, come back, and it's at 300. It's at 350 and 400 degrees. Uh, it started doing that for a few times. Then it was through all these error codes and shut itself off um, at a low temperature. It was running 250. All of a sudden it shut down ERH code. I'm like, what the hell is an ERH code? Come back and look find out through them that it's saying it's too hot when it wasn't long story short uh and many calls back and forth through pit loss people or dancing services um basically they were telling me the parts that were going to be sending me oh there's a beer truck parts are going to be sending me was going to take 12 weeks
0: did you just say beer truck you have a beer truck backing up up to your house right now i am so jealous Wait, what? You gotta love COVID, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Birch. Gotta love COVID. What? So, uh, <laughs> eight to 12 weeks on replacement parts and what have you. I said, nah, screw this. So, I took it back where I got it, got my money back. GMG, Green Mountain Grills, went one of the video that I put out uh, showing my frustrations and asked me if I'd take a grill that, you know, would work better and would work really work. And I said, Yeah. I said, I'll run it and test it and see what it does. And it's been foolproof. I've got over uh I, well over a hundred cooks on that unit right now with not one problem.
0: Yeah.
1: That's great. Local yeah, barbecue yeah. place around here, that's all they sell is uh Green Mountains for for Palace. Good he thrills. says he says he won't yeah, sell any more any other brand. But, that's what he's, Green uh, Mountains.
0: you know, Steve Ray at the Owl's Nest.
1: That's what he. Green Mountains. Green Mountains. They're not the most ex- aesthetically pleasing pellet smokers that I've seen. At least uh, some of the older models I've seen. Well, do you
0: want it you want it to cook or you want it to look nice? Well, can I
1: have a little bit of freaking both,
0: please? No. Why? <laughs> I say Who it. says
1: your smoker can't be sexy? Right. I, mean, look, I mean, you're sexy. Yeah. Why can't I
2: have a sexy smoker?
0: Damn it! Because I'm way the, the original units you, were ugly in the
2: fact that they had these real skinny legs. You mm-hmm. know, they just looked like like chickens. <laughs> yeah. You know, chicken legs. tops.
1: Like they look like the, yeah. the like those things that walked around in Star Wars. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> newer the newer units uh, they beefed them up quite a bit. Yeah, and, uh, they're they're very the wheels are a lot bigger, a lot tougher. Uh, frames a lot sturdier. But if they I said mean, if I said brother Rick,
1: I want you to cook me. Best brisket that you can cook, what would you cook it on? Be that, I'll be that yellow drum right I there. say that yellow drum right there. Yeah. Good.
2: I'll be that yellow drum right there. I'll, I'll throw one on the green mine and grill and it'll come out just as good. And I'll do that only if I'm not wanting to mess with whatever i got other stuff going on, you know. But uh, the good old-fashioned, yeah, that, that yellow drum is just as, as kick-ass as uh, any other cooker out there.
1: Do you use a pellet tube, a smoke tube, in your
2: pellet smoker, or, you, or do you feel it gives enough smoke as it is? No, actually, I do. Uh, not all the time, but I'd say I'd say eighty percent of the okay. time. Okay. Now, know. one thing I will do that I found in that or with that is the pellet tube itself. Don't put pellets in it. Put wood chips. Ah. Wood chips in the pellet tube will burn a lot better and give a lot heartier smoke and better smoke.
0: To your cooker, that's a good, nice. that's a good little pro tip right there, yes, sir. So, Rick, like we when we had, we had talked the other day, mm. you said you there might have been an announcement for today, you were gonna find out. I didn't want to jump uh, the gun, still working on it, still, still working, working on it. it. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. Like, like you know, like you weren't busy enough with everything you do, right. so this, I don't know. I'm, Oh, so that's good. That's good. Oh, what the hell was the other one? Damn it. Oh, and I also could not find out any information on the Applewood as far as Mexico goes. Oh, Uh, Because on uh, one of your lives, this was a while ago, Mm -hmm. someone had told you that Applewood was illegal in Mexico, and I could not... I couldn't find a damn thing on it.
1: Why would it be illegal in Mexico? What is it about it that makes it illegal?
0: Hey, man, you don't mess with Mexico when it comes to the federalities. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> I have no Unless there's some sort of parasite in that wood. Endangered species wood or something? Over, I have no idea. Yeah. All I know is when we first moved out there, I had a couple bags and uh, of the Applewood labels on there. And a couple guys had come over and... uh seen it and told me, hey, you better be careful with that stuff. You know, don't throw your bags out by the street. If you have it out by your truck and you happen to have, you know, the uh, wow. come by, or Federale stop in, you could get yourself in trouble. Wow. And I took them for word for what they said and I had a couple other people because I went back and asked a few others and they said, yeah, it's, it's illegal out here. It wasn't so just a, it
1: just it wasn't, it wasn't coming from like a, another local barbecue guy who, whose niche is only using Applewood. So right. he sent a guy over <laughs> and go, yo, you can't be using that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Crazy None shit's like happened that. though. Crazy but, shit's uh, happened. I, I didn't use it too much anyway, here and there, a
1: little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. use a ton of it. I'm not happy about the rounds. Get a lot of rounds. I don't think they catch or burn as good unless you get, you know, Home Depot dried up, you know, bags. But you know, yeah. when you get seasoned applewood, it it, it it could smoke. It can smolder a little bit. I'm more of a cherry guy. I like the splits. I like the flavor yeah. and the color cherry gives. Yeah. Cherry and oak, baby. That's my go-to right there. Rick,
0: uh, Randy, Randy from Big Salinas wants to know mm-hmm. what's your preferred pellets to use. Ooh, good question, Randy. Oh, pellets
2: uh, I like the B and B brand. Okay. Of course I've been b and B guy for a long time. I've tried a lumberjack, would probably be second favorite. Uh, Traegers, not too bad. I've been playing around with some Traegers now, It's what we sell at the store. So I'll grab a bag and bring those on so more out of convenience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the uh B and B pellets are are good. The postal pellets are surprisingly, you know, uh, really postal, good. Postal pellets. Uh, hickory. I like Ooh. hickory pellets as well. Post oak pellets. Didn't even know they would make that.
1: I didn't know B&B oh,
0: was yeah. really in,
2: in
1: the pellet game. I didn't yep. know that.
0: Didn't have a choice.
1: I'm just recently, you know, uh, loving the my B&B lump charcoal I'm getting. I didn't even know that the Ace Hardware in, in my town carried it. I was driving like half an hour to pick up a bag. Now I only have to drive five minutes. <laughs> like, it burns so much cleaner than like Royal Oak. You get well, that nice white ash. Well, that was... Any good charcoal, Jealous Devil, B&B... Right? you get just a nice white burn out of it.
0: Right. Rather than any, that, like, docker. charcoal company's got to, you know, have to, have to go roll the, uh, the, the pellet, pellet dice.
1: Right. and it was just like a nice cigar, nice white ash, nice clean ash versus a junky cigar, the dirtier burn, the dirtier ash. You know about dirty ashes. Moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this shit, and he has no clue of why a cigar has a white ash. What are you talking about? Why? The color of the ash is a direct response to Enlighten the nutrients me. in the soil of said country. Okay. Well, that's how the ash is. Show created.
1: me where that's written because I don't believe a word you're saying right now. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll go talk to the boss, man, after this. I will. Talk it sounded to good. It's a, <laughs> no, it's a fact. Whatever. <laughs> it's a fact. But, Rick, brother, thank you so much, man. This has been a blast. 100%. Where can, uh, where can everyone find you on, uh, on all the social media platforms?
2: Uh, YouTube, it's Rick's BBQ and Specialties. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Rick's, apostrophe S, the and sign, BBQ and Specialties. And under uh, Galindo's Texas Barbecue, it's actually under my name, Ricardo Galindo, on Facebook. It's under Ricardo Galindo. You'll see the logo logo back there. Right there. On there, same logo that's on the bottles. And that's pretty much it. I am on Instagram, but I really haven't been posting there like I should. It's just pretty much Facebook and YouTube. There's paint out there. Nice. Awesome. Awesome.
0: And by yeah. the way, that's a nice license plate in the top right corner there. I like that, that one. You see that there? I like that one. I'm a fan of that one <laughs> in particular. There you go. I you I, I have one that looks just like it. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> and if, if Greg is aware of
2: all the plates back here, yeah, like story I see behind the no. story behind the license plates <laughs> yeah. is those are actually all, most of them all YouTube channels, like Mr. <gasps> Mags. Themselves sent me one. No shit. Uh, I've had a few others on there. Basically, you send me a license plate, put your channel name on there, autograph it, and I'll slap it up there on the oh, wall. Oh, that's badass. And it's just a little conversation, you know, kind of thing. And out of my duplicate plates, I got another New Hampshire plate up there from Chris over at East Wind Farms. So we got a few here and there. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. fun. we have to get cool. you Massachusetts one.
0: Yeah,
1: we'll get you a Massachusetts one. I mean, so, I only got like 17 follows on YouTube, so I don't know. <laughs> I put the I just put barbecue broker on there. I got more on Instagram anyway. <laughs>
2: there
0: you, go. There you what go. awesome good stuff, brother. dude! Thank you so much. Appreciate it. This was a blast, brother. Hey,
2: thanks for having Absolutely me. Absolutely pleasure, good. and uh, you make me feel like I'm somebody important.
0: <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you are, brother. You are. You are. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much, bro. All right, guys. Take All care, of, Rick. We'll be safe. Thanks, Talk brother. To soon. I'll right. Catch up with you thanks. later. Awesome. Wow. Great guy. Great guy. guy. Love Rick. He's doing some great stuff. You know, he was one of the one of the first guys I uh, you know met when I got into the YouTube game, and mm-hmm. just just a gentleman, just Good
1: a dude. gentleman, out there hustling, making it making it happen, following his
0: dream for sure. I love for it for sure. What's I, going on next week? I don't know yet. Oh, I'm working on that. Okay, well let's work on it together. Well, right now, partner, I need Aww. to get into goddamn air conditioning. Yeah, i Do you see the yeah. sweat? Yeah, because I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm sweating. I know. Hey, until next week. <laughs> oh, you got your outro. That's it for this Make week, thing. folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. <laughs> Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Right there on social media. Find us at everywhere. I don't everywhere. Do it. Right there. Right here. Uh. Right there. Over here. Over there. Over there. And everywhere. you better
1: look down there because half of you watchers don't look down there. Over the look hills down and there.
0: far away. Questions or comments, send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Share it up. Absolutely. I'm going to go jump in a lake. I might follow you. Cannonball. <laughs> Cannonball. <laughs> All right.
1: Next. Until next week. Thank you. Yeah. Keep, Keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling.